Hi, good morning. Make sure to visit us at anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Okay, that's the pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. That's the website. Check us out. Thanks. Hello, God morning, and welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I want to dedicate today's podcast to Patty. Um, we're also going to read, start off and kick off with her prayer uh, today uh, that she wrote. I thought that was pretty impressive. Hope everybody else is doing so well. Um, Okay, let's come together and pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's August 17th. Dear Lord in heaven, we come to you as your faithful servants, submitting to your will in all things. We will not allow the workings of the evil one to distract us from your goodness and mercy in our lives. We know you are still on the throne and that you will protect us and provide us in our hour of need. We will not fear COVID-19 for we know you will never leave us nor forsake us and that we are covered in the blood of Jesus. We are especially reminded of your power and glory as we continue to shine our lights in the darkness through your word and sacrifice. Let us all in his kingdom resist the devastation of this insipid disease by loving one another, giving to one another, and above all, praising and worshiping his holy name. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Amen. Today, the Bible is talking about loving the unlovable. And uh, it's breaking it down into a couple of things. So first of all, it says that we are to forgive the offender. Hurt when not addressed properly turns into bitterness and an unforgiving spirit. Through the grace of Jesus Christ, You have the spiritual resources to forgive others. When you release someone of a debt he or she owes you, you are no longer bound by a spirit of unforgiveness or bitterness. You are free to see that individual as Christ does. Anger no longer has the power to rule your life and decisions. Forgiveness does not mean that what the person did was right. It means that you have turned him or her over to God. 
You are no longer holding on to the unforgiveness and you are free to live fully in Jesus Christ. Amen to that. And the second says, seek to understand before you seek to be understood. Practice the skill of listening and try to imagine the perspective of the offender. What might have motivated his actions? What is going on in his or her life? Many times a person who hurts you is also a victim of hurt. Understanding the offender's private pain could be a key step toward reconciliation or preventing further conflicts. And three, it says speak with non-combative yet truthful words. Well, speaking the truth in love does not mean that your words will lack impact. Sometimes the truth can be very unsettling and the individual who has wounded you may need to grapple with some of the issues regarding his or her thoughtless actions towards you. Only the Lord can work in a person's heart. You can pressure him or her for an apology, but God is the one who must convict the other person and what he or she has done is wrong. Your best action, your best course of action is to extend patience, love, and forgiveness because this is what the Lord extends to you. And one day, even your worst enemy could become your best friend in Christ. Whatever the result, you can be sure of God's blessing as you seek his way of dealing with those who hurt you. Amen. Enough said there. Be right back. And here's a prayer for today. Lord, make me an instrument of thy peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is sadness, joy. Where there is darkness, light. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive and it is in pardoning that we are pardoned. Amen. Okay, God's promises day by day. Psalm 33 says, The counsel of the Lord stands forever, the plans of his heart to all generations. Note the phrase, the plans of his heart. It takes care of any nightmares you may have had about merciless masters, heartless robots, and faceless machines. Since the will of God comes from the heart of God, then his will is the expression of his love. Amen. Deep satisfaction, God's way day by day. Jeremiah 31.3 says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. 
The person who accepts God's love experiences a deep-seated satisfaction that no matter what happens, God is present. The person who accepts God's love invariably must accept God's provision for forgiveness. Jesus just crucified and resurrected. That is the only means that God has provided for you truly to feel deep satisfaction that your spirit has been cleansed and renewed. Unless you know that you are forgiven, you cannot know the satisfaction of feeling safe from the assaults of the devil. The satisfaction of feeling free from the weight of guilt and sin and the satisfaction of knowing that God has provided an eternal home for you. Amen. And now prayers from the wilderness. This is a meditation for the loving power of grace. So bow your heads, close your eyes, and listen. Father, as I begin this day, I am thankful for your grace. It is reassuring to know a force greater than me is working on my behalf, and your grace is confident and the loving power I need. Lord, I am aware you are challenging me to operate with a dependency on faith, your word, and your grace. In my distress, your voice speaks and reminds me that your grace is already intervening in my dilemmas. When I prefer to speak from flesh and not spirit, your grace offers me forgiveness. In the midst of emotional and physical pain, your grace is the physician that brings healing. As I strive to be a vessel rooted in your word, Lord, I realize my development is connected to your unmerited favor. Your grace, not my intellect, is transforming power in my life. Please help me to grow in your grace. Teach me to appreciate and even expect your unmerited favor to lead me from despair to hope. Help me to receive the instruction and spiritual understanding your grace will provide for my growth. Show me how to depend on your grace. When I'm confused and afflicted, send your grace to rescue me. When the adversary creates disorder in my life, empower me with grace to avoid his deceptive devices. And when my joy is weak, supply my spirit with strength and grace to recall that you are my joy. Father, I thank you for the love you reveal through your grace. It blesses me with spiritual power to do your will. It assures me of your presence in my life. It comforts me when I am troubled. It is the answer to problems which are beyond my ability to solve. It is the love essential for my being. So I praise you for grace that is a powerful gift of your love. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And Romans 5, 1 says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, 
we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Just all beautiful words. And now, commanding your morning a daily devotional, please repeat after me. Father, I decree that I will be found faithful with all that you have given me so that you might Raise me up in due season and enlarge my territory. May I be found trustworthy in your sight. May the anointing you have placed upon my life repel any schemes of the wicked. Synchronize my actions today with your perfect will and agenda. Purify my motives and let me be a shining example of your love, mercy, and grace to my generation. Give me divine discipline so that everything my hand touches will prosper for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And now God's purpose for your life. Psalm 25, 12. It says, who is the man who fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the way he should choose. It's titled Choices. The second aspect of God's plan is his desired or permissive will. This is where the Lord has expressed his will and we have the opportunity to honor him or go on our own way. The Lord's desired will is neither irresistible nor unconditional. Rather, God gives you choices so you can exercise your free will in obeying him. He does so for the purpose of having a genuine love relationship with you. For example, consider Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. 
Why did the father leave them with the one prohibition? For the simple reason that the Lord wanted to give them an opportunity to love and respect him freely through their obedience to his command. Without free will, without a choice to make, Adam and Eve would merely have been under obligation to the Lord God like slaves under compulsion or robots programmed to carry out a certain task. Our loving Heavenly Father is not honored by forced, unwilling, artificial submission. Rather, he is pleased and exalted when we obey him because we know he is trustworthy, wise, and always acts in love toward us. So love and obey him from the heart. Jesus, I want to demonstrate my love to you through obedience. Show me the path I should take. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And just a free pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Proverbs. Because if you focus on them, they actually can and do make you a better person. So Proverbs is a rich rich collection of wise sayings and instructions for everyday living. Even more important, the wisdom found in its pages invites us to live a life pleasing to God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So simply put, humble yourself before God and take the wise lessons from Proverbs to heart. Amen. We'll be right back with some closing thoughts for the podcast. Stay right there. Thank you.
Well, we for surely know that God has his best blessings waiting for us if we will walk in his way, follow his timing, wait upon him, trust him, and move when he says move. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? The Lord is my light and my help. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom should I shrink? There is one thing I ask of the Lord, for this I long, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I believe I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So hope in God and take heart. Hope in the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Amen. That pretty much says it all. Okay, thanks for coming and praying with me today. We just got some good old blessings started. We're marching forward in August, and we're doing the absolute best we can. Come back tomorrow so we can pray some more. I'll see you then. Bye for now.